The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm chapter 112, if you're following along in the Bible, on your phone or tablet or whatever, Psalm 112, I'm going to look at a great psalm. This is another one similar to Psalm 111, uh, where it's kind of, uh, the commentators call it alphabetic, uh, alphabetic. If you were to go through it, kind of follows the Hebrew alphabet, uh, and it's a prayer in, in, its, in its form. Uh, but there's some great truths that we can pull from it as well. So let's, let's go ahead and read the first couple verses and work our way through this. Psalm chapter 112, beginning in verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. So he starts off with the word hallelujah. The Hebrew word hallelujah simply means praise ye the Lord. So he starts off uh, this psalm with a Hebrew praise, with a time of praise to the Lord. And he's thankful to the Lord for what the Lord has done and what the Lord has taught him and how he, and just for who he is. But then he starts off with a, with a phrase uh, that's important and a phrase used obviously more than once in the book of Psalms and many times in the book of Proverbs. He talks about the fear of the Lord. Blessed, happy, fulfilled, complete is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. So he said there's two things that happen there. The first one is one that feareth the Lord. Now, I hope we understand this is not the same fear as say you fear a criminal or you fear a bad thing happening. The word is similar. It is the same word, but what I understand is my love for God and recognition of who God is. Uh, there's a reverence. There, there is a fear that I want to do right. There's a fear that I want to please. I think the greatest way we can describe it is to say that if you had a great relationship with a parent, and you loved your parent, and you wanted to do your best to honor your parents and everything you can do, there is a fear of disappointing your parents. There's a fear of doing something that they may not like. There's a fear of, of doing something that may make them look bad. And so you want to do everything you can to honor them, respect them, and what you say and what you do reflects well upon your parents. And when you say that, that's that, that's that level of fear. So when I do things, I, I love my God. I respect my God. I love how much he's done for me and what he's done for me. And I love how much he loves me and how much he's taken care of me. And so my desire is to honor him. Please understand, I'm not trying to earn his love because I cannot earn his love. His love is given freely. So it's not like I'm trying to be really good so maybe God will love me. That, that's given to me freely no matter what. So what I'm in, in recognition of that love that God offers to me, freely and he gives to me not offers he gives to me freely I, I want to honor him I want to serve him I want to tell others about him these are kind of part of that that fear if I can use that term it's it's it kind of fear of wasting and I, I, I fear wasting the time I fear missing out on opportunities I fear wasting the gifts God's given me to serve him I fear maybe missing the opportunity to teach this to my children I fear those kind of things and that kind of is the best way to describe this idea of fearing the Lord I'm reverence I love him and a desire to, to see him work in our midst. But then he continues and says, um, he's blessed is the man, one, that feareth the Lord, two, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. I would say that the term his commandments in scripture can be one that's a bit debatable. Right, some would say that, you know, well, the Bible's just a list of rules and I don't like the list of rules and I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. I've heard many people when I was growing up, uh, this one always I found to be intriguing and somewhat humorous to me. They grow up in a home that they felt like was overly strict with way too much rules. And to kind of get away from those rules, they ran out of home and went and joined the military. Some have even said they joined the Marines, you know, like, cause you know, there's no rules in the military. 
sometimes when we make a point to run away from structure, um, from rules, from discipline, and we run away from it, uh, what we do is we have a tendency in the situations to lose out on really some things that can be great for us. Let's, if you look at the scripture as, as commandments, as a list of overbearing rules where God's trying to take away our freedom and make us miserable, you miss the entire point. It's not even just being grateful that he has rules. It's, it's understanding the guidelines, the, the, the commandments, the instructions that God has given us. Not Again, not to, well, i got to follow these or God's going to strike me down. That's not at all what it is. I look at these because the guidelines that God has given me in the Word of God are there to help me. They're there to, they're there to bring me to the greatest place. They're there to help me to be, to me, be a good husband, a good pastor, a good father, a good citizen. All of the things that I desire to be, which by the way, the Bible's going to encourage me to do things that are not natural. My human flesh kind of desires the wrong. This is very selfish by nature. And so God's commandments, God's instructions will help me to be what by nature I am not. Don't you want to be better at who you are and what you do? Don't you want to be a better employee, a better spouse, a better parent, a better Christian, a better all of this? Again, these are not a list of I got I to gotta strive because what happens is we can't do those things on our own. So what we do is we get in the Word of God and we follow the guides of the Word of God and we, we love these things because these are the things that teach us and equip us to be better, to be what we desire to be because we can't do this on our own because our natural tendency is not good. And so because our natural tendency is not good, we can't do those on our own. And so the commandments, the instructions, the guide in God's word, as he says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. This is the guy that helps me to go the direction that I naturally would not go. This is the guy that helps me to think the way that I would not think, to help me to respond and react the way that I naturally would not respond, uh, to help others and to love people that otherwise I wouldn't want to do that to. This is what the word of God does. It guides me and it teaches me and helps helps me to learn. Um, I've been around in crowds when we were at college. One of the things that I watched that happened a lot was debates. Everybody loved to debate theology or loved to debate different opinions, and usually it was theory. And one of the script passages in Scripture says, even a fool, when he holds his peace, is kind of wise. And what people were trying to say was, you know, they wanted to show how smart they were and how they could win a debate. But I looked at that verse and I'm like, listen, if I don't really have an answer, if I, if I want to become wise, I keep my mouth shut. Because a lot of times what would happen when I'd listen to these debates is that people would just show their ignorance. They didn't really know anything. They would just spew kind of, and then get angry. And then these conversations would turn into fights in many occasions. And I'd sit back and watch. And, and I have one time was asked by, what's your opinion? I said, I see even a fool when he holds his peace is kind of wise. And hey, maybe I'm calling myself a fool, but I'd rather be wise than, than ignorant and, or than rude. And, and when I look at that scripture, it was something in a silly time in college that helped me. But, you know, there's so many times in scripture that, you know, the Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath. When, when my natural instinct is to want to respond poorly, God says a soft answer, and it's not my natural reaction. So I strive after these things. You know, he also says in verse 2 something that's so important about this. This is a person, a man or woman that fears the Lord, a man or woman that delights in God's commandments. Let me tell you, this goes beyond just me. It says in verse 2, his seed, my seed, their seed, their, their children, the next, their, their, their offspring, their children, shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. So those under us, our children, will, will, will be blessed. They'll, they'll grow mighty. They'll be promoted because they'll be trained in a way that's different than the world. And yes, with all due respect, 
the way Christians grow, should, the way we rear our home, the way we should live our home, the way we should think and do should be different than the world. That does not mean perfect. It does not mean flawless. It is flawed. But in that flaw, we can tell them that wow, this is what God does and how he loves us and how he, how he forgives us. And then when, when we hurt, we, we reach out for reconciliation and we forgive when other people do. And it's just so opposite of the world. And that's why they're going to look and see it differently. In a day and age when no one wants to work, you know what the generation that love God do? They go out looking for work. Okay? They go look for it because that's what God's encouraged us to do. They view the world differently because of the Bible, and somebody who fears the Lord and, and lives in his commandments, that's what shall be brought. His family will be blessed because of it. Then the wealth and riches shall be in the house, and his righteousness endureth forever. He, he literally says that God will bring blessing. Is it because you obey me, I'll do what's right? No, here's what I believe. I believe that if you follow God's word, God has given us the instructions to be wealthy. God has given instructions. And by the way, wealthy does not always necessarily mean rich. I hope you understand that. It will sometimes mean rich. Sometimes having your bills paid money in the bank and a healthy home is wealth. Be honest with you. I walked into my home, my beautiful home, with my, my, my three children are there and my wife and, and, and everything I can have. And there's so many things humanly saying I wish I had. I, I felt wealthy when I realized all that God had given to me. But sometimes it does mean wealth. And here's the key. When I'm willing to use what God has given me wisely, God says, if you're faithful over little, I will give you more. And that's what we strive for, to be faithful over what God has given us. And, and that's what it says here. So when I fear God and I obey his commandments, this is what I'm striving to do so that I can, I can honestly see how he can move powerfully in my midst. And these are just some great, powerful principles. And I hope we will do that. You know, I, I encourage us that we look at this idea of fear the Lord. The world wants us to see, Satan wants us to see that it's a negative thing. He wants us to see commandments as a negative thing. And that's not at all what either one of those two are. When I fear the Lord, I live in reverence and love of him and I desire to know his commandments because his commandments are good. His commandments are peaceful. His commandments bring mercy. His commandments bring blessing. So I want that. I want to know as much of it as I can so that I can be all that God desires me to be and more like his son, Jesus Christ. I tell you, thank you for joining us this morning on this Tuesday morning. So much information in just these three verses. Tomorrow, hopefully, we'll finish up this chapter and look more at what the psalmist has told us here. I'll tell you great principles and hope they were help today. Hope they were encouragement today. And I do. I hope they challenge us because this, this is the core of us Christians what we desire is to allow God to teach us to be what we by nature will not naturally be and allow him to work in us to make us more like his son. Again, thank you for joining us today and giving me the opportunity to be part of your day. I greatly appreciate it, and we hope you have a great afternoon, and hope we hope to see you again here tomorrow. God bless.